Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Tremblings, Podcast 400. That's so crazy. This time, I don't really have any game stuff to talk about. I'm just playing through Jedi Survivor, and I'm only about uh, 15 hours in, but it is uh, super good fun, so I would recommend it. That's really all I'm doing now for game stuff. I got Miasma Chronicles on sale, which I have not started yet, so... This time I had sort of a sudden idea to talk about some TV shows I'm catching up on. So hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So I think it's been about a year and a half since I have had a Netflix subscription. The series that I watch are few enough and seem to be getting new seasons rarely enough that I just wait and wait and wait and wait and then get one month and then watch them uh, all at once. So I have quite a few shows to talk about so far this time. And I suppose I will go in order of how much I like them slash would recommend them. So it's not really going to be in any kind of uh, logical order other than that. The first one I would talk about that I would highly recommend that I actually don't know uh, anything about other than that it has a manga and it has an anime series, but I have never watched or read anything. So I'm really not familiar with it except for recognizing that it is the Straw Hat Pirates, and it's a pirate world, and that's really about all I know about it. But I suppose about two and a half episodes in, I was like, okay, this is completely ridiculous. I see where they're going with the ridiculousness, and I am into this, and I recommend it quite a lot. It is, uh, like I said, ridiculous, but it is uh, very good fun, and it does have several moments pretty much every episode where it does get uh, pretty deep. And it is one of the things that I can say that every episode I have laughed uh, a few times, which is quite a big deal for me. Usually I'll just like snicker maybe at something and be like, yeah, that was pretty funny. And anybody who would be there with me, which nobody is, but if somebody was, they would be like, yeah, I don't believe you because I don't laugh uh, like normal people. I guess. Really, to get me to laugh is extremely rare. I think maybe four movies slash shows in recent times that I can think of, and by recent times I mean probably the last ten years, have been funny enough that I genuinely laughed. This is one of them. Uh, Another one is um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, one of the few movies ever that my first time watching it, I actually had to pause the movie because at some points I was laughing so much, I just could not stop and was just laughing and laughing. So I recommend uh, One Piece. If you are into uh, pirate things and can accept uh, ridiculous things, 
and are okay, I guess, with uh, Eastern slash Japanese style, you know, anime type shows because it does have a lot of that influence. But I like it uh, quite a bit. I didn't know what to expect, and it has surprised me quite a bit. Probably the most important thing I wanted to check out that was new that I have not seen before was Wednesday. Technically Wednesday Adams, but the show is just called Wednesday. I did like it quite a bit. I have always been a uh, fan of the Adams family. I've seen all of the shows several times, all of the movies uh, several times. And I think even the animated uh, movies I've seen at least once. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. So I knew sort of what to expect uh, when Wednesday came out, and I did like it uh, quite a bit. They did, I think, deviate from sort of the traditional uh, Wednesday stories. She does some stuff that I don't think I've seen her do uh, in other things before, but it was good fun. I would say the show was not uh, perfect because some of the stuff they did uh, when you get to the end just didn't make any sense. It's like, well, why did they do this? Why did they do that? And so it's a little bit confusing because the clues they give you along the way just kind of don't add up by the end. So for me, that makes it not quite perfect. But in terms of is she Wednesday? Is this the Adams world? You know, very definitely yes. And for that reason, it is really good fun. Uh, and I highly recommend it. The next thing is the Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm only up to, I think, episode four. It is kind of a mixed bag. It is uh, definitely different uh, horror type stories. I would say for the older people out there, it has a very night gallery kind of feel. And that was, I think, in the 80s that came out. Uh, it's probably not going to be a name many of you recognize, but it was a similar kind of weekly horror story kind of show with different themes. It's pretty good uh, so far. Uh, good special effects. Some of the stories are kind of gross, and it's like, I have to cover my eyes. But I do like the stories uh, so far. They are uh, very different and very interesting. And if you were looking for a horror kind of thing, uh, I would recommend it. One thing I've had on my list uh, before that I actually did not uh, have time to watch, I am actually getting pretty into now, and that is Love, Death, and Robots. It has three seasons, and it's a bunch of uh, really short, uh, different stories. Some are 10 minutes, some are as long as 30 minutes. I'm almost through the first season. I would say the closest shows I could say that it feels like is sort of Liquid Television, which again is you know old enough, probably most people won't recognize the name, or also, I guess very old, a uh, movie called Heavy Metal where it's a bunch of sort of connected, not really connected stories in that they're connected, kind of in that they have to do with sort of similar themes, and they're all pretty much 3D animated. Uh, there was one so far, I think, that was just pretty much traditional animation, you know, hand-drawn, and then one was, I think, live action that they sort of uh, painted and added, I wouldn't say 3D elements to it, but definitely some kind of animation over the live filming. So it looked animated. But I don't know. I would say, you know, check out the first four or so episodes and see if you're into them. And they just kind of uh, continue in that style from then on. 
There are pretty cool and interesting stories though, so I would say that I probably would recommend it based on what I've seen so far. One thing that disappointed me about the last time I had my Netflix subscription was Cobra Kai Season 5 came out the day after my subscription ran out. It's like, really? Had that come out, you know, the day before it ran out? You know, two days would have been plenty of time to watch all the episodes, you know. We'd have to watch them really fast and just binge that one show, but I could have seen them, so I've been waiting uh, forever for this. And it was pretty good. Uh, The show is always really good. But I would say at this point, it kind of feels like they're just going in circles. It's like they have this theme and... They deal with the theme and then they move on to the next theme. But now for this season and I think a little bit in the previous season, it feels like they're just sort of circling back around to where they started. And it definitely feels like uh, next season they're going to be right back almost on season three, I think, cycling back around to there. So I don't know. Uh, I would recommend it if you are into uh, the Karate Kid movies. It continues from there, but, you know, with younger generation. And it's pretty good fun. It's got some good uh, morals and such in there. But I don't know. I was not as impressed with Season 5 as I thought it would be, because, like I said, it seems like they're just sort of circling around uh, to stuff they've done before. The Witcher Season 3 was kind of difficult for me to get through. I don't know what it was. There wasn't hardly any witchering going on, if that uh, makes sense to people. I mean, sure, in the game, and I've never read the books, just played the games. But in the game, you know, you're walking around, you get a job, you talk to the people, you investigate the things, you figure out what the monster is you're fighting, and then you go fight the monster. So, sure, it's like you're not doing a lot of straight-up witchering. There's a lot of talking and a lot of moving around. But I don't know, season three feels like it was, you know, 90% talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Almost all of it was political talking. And I don't know, maybe I'm getting older, but I don't follow character names uh, all that well. So when you're talking about names of people and names of nations, I'm like, you know, not always following what they're talking about. So I don't know, I was not thrilled with it. Uh, The characters got hardly any character growth. I mean, we don't really expect a whole lot of character growth from Geralt, but Yennefer got very little character growth, and then Ciri got, I suppose, the most character growth, but it really felt like this whole season is really just setting up the political front and setting up Ciri for, I guess they're doing some spinoff as well as the next season of Witcher. So it really felt like it the whole season was just a setup for the next thing to come. And it was just talking and talking and talking and talking. And sure, there was a lot of fighting, but I would say if you added up the Witcher fighting, that was probably only maybe 15 minutes of the entire series, if you put it all together, and maybe the fighting fighting would be, I don't know, maybe an hour total of the, I think, eight episodes. So there was a lot of fighting, but there was way more talking and not a lot going on, and so I wasn't uh, super impressed with it. I may or may not watch the next series, but it certainly uh, will not call me back to be one of the big factors to renew my Netflix for. Fall of the House of Usher looks pretty interesting. I've only seen uh, one episode so far, and I'm not uh, super familiar with 
I think it's Edgar Allan Poe's work that they based it on. So I'm not quite sure uh, what to expect there, but it does seem like it has uh, a good promise and should be pretty interesting. So if you were into that, uh, I would recommend checking that out. Rebel Moon Part 1. Oof, uh, what to say about this one. I was pretty disappointed. It was, as one article put it in the title, the most Snydery Snyder movie that's ever Snydered. That seems pretty accurate. There was an overabundance of slow motion, a lot of sort of long-distance scenic shots just for the point of being scenic shots. And I don't know, overall, the movie, I mean, it's supposed to be an origin movie, but it just felt like introduce character A, their backstory is blank, they fight like blank, they are joining this rebellion because blank, and then next character, and it just repeated that cycle several times. It didn't really feel all that interesting, and it was constantly breaking the film rule of show don't tell, because it was telling and 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 telling, and it's like, why, why, you know, this is a movie, you should be showing us stuff, not just having characters have a flashback and then talk and talk and talk and talk over the flashback. And it was really extremely predictable uh, outside of that, you know, something would happen and I was like, okay, this next thing's going to follow that. Oh, there it is. So I don't know, only one point in the movie was I genuinely surprised and was like, hmm, okay, I didn't expect that. But the whole rest of the movie, it's like, oh, you showed us this thing. Now this other thing's going to happen five or ten minutes from now. Oh, there it is. So, I don't know. If you have uh, two and a half hours to kill, go ahead and watch it for yourself. But I was not at all impressed. Um, I'm certainly not going to rush out and renew to see part two. I'll just watch it whenever. It is not at all a priority for me, which is disappointing because he's setting up this whole new universe. I believe they're making a role-playing game out of this universe. And so it's like, hmm, well, I don't see this going very far. So I don't know. Uh, I would give it maybe a C- minus in terms of a grading scale. But you do you because I've heard other people who absolutely love it I, of course, have sort of a filmish background, you know, so I'm, I guess, a little bit more critical about things than others, but I was not super entertained, and it was really predictable, and so I was just not uh, all that thrilled with it. And then one show that's on my list that I've seen the first season for, but I haven't seen any of the second season yet, is Shadow and Bone. It's pretty cool. It's sort of this steampunk with magic kind of world and it's kind of hard to describe because there's kind of a lot going on with it it's kind of a more super serious show there is a character who has one type of magic who's not been seen in the world in you know forever and so ooh, everybody wants to get her on their side because there's a big war coming and it, it gets pretty involved and pretty deep and i like it uh, quite a bit i'm curious to see where the second season goes like I said, I haven't seen it yet, uh, so that's just on my list. The other thing I haven't seen at all, which I've only heard people recommend, is I think it's called Archive 81. It's supposed to be a very sort of Lovecraftian uh, kind of story about 
I think a guy finds some tapes he's posted in some old base somewhere or something. And so he's going through these tapes and he's kind of slowly going insane, I think. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the episodes. It's just been uh, recommended, but it did look uh, pretty interesting and cool. So I expect I will uh, check it out pretty soon. And then not on Netflix, but instead on Disney+, Plus, something I would actually highly recommend is the new Percy Jackson series. It is being done by the author of the book, which I think the movies, they said he, he wasn't actually involved in the movies. So this one is pretty much uh, straight from the source in that the author of the books is writing uh, the show, or at least heavily influencing them. I'm not sure uh, his exact level of involvement, but I've seen the first two episodes. I think probably they're up to three or four now, and it looks really, really good. I am uh, surprised at how cool uh, the series has been for the only two episodes that I've seen, but I am uh, very much looking forward to more. And if you have a teen, especially who's into Greek mythology, or you are somebody like me who enjoys shows like that, uh, I would definitely recommend it. That's all the shows I can think of. I'm pretty sure I have more on my list, but I can't... uh, remember what they are right now and I can't get online to check them out but I guess maybe uh, in three weeks when the next podcast comes up uh, if I remember maybe I'll talk about them then Uh, my subscription will probably run out I think in one or two more weeks so it will be uh, off for a while unless I renew for a second month which maybe depends on uh, how many shows I have left to watch but that's it for this time But that's it for this week's podcast. Hopefully everybody had a good uh, Christmas time. And pretty soon uh, after this comes out, it will be uh, New Year's time. So hopefully everybody will have a good New Year's time. And I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time. Like I said, maybe if there's some shows I missed that are uh, really worth talking about, I might uh, talk about them. The Steam Winter Sale is going on. I think until the 4th or the 6th of January. So you still have a little bit to get the things. I know of my like 30 game long uh, wish list, like half of the things are on sale. Some of them are only like 20% off, but some of them are like 50% off. So you might want to check if for some reason you haven't noticed uh, the sale is happening. There are uh, lots of good things uh, on sale. But like I said, I'm not sure uh, what I'll talk about next time. But hopefully, I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks. Bye.
very definitely yes. And for that reason, it is really good fin. Fin. <laughs> Feels like it's sort of liquid teal. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit dot com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbit dot com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License, 2023.